Welcome to the Locate 852 podcast, bringing you insights on how you can build and scale your business with social platforms. Hosted by the leading Facebook ad strategist in Hong Kong, entrepreneur, branding expert, and the founder of Locate 852, Chris Chung. If you've ever done any sort of search engine optimization or have studied any digital marketing, you must have seen his work. Joining us today is Neil Patel, co-founder of Kissmetrics and Crazy Egg. Neil is a New York Times bestseller. The Wall Street Journal has named him top influencer on the web. Forbes recognizes him as top 10 marketers. Entrepreneur Magazine recognizes his company as top 100 most brilliant companies. He was also named by former President Barack Obama as top 100 entrepreneur under the age of 30. Neil shares with us how he began his journey as an entrepreneur at the early age of 16, why brand building is only becoming more and more important in 2019 and onwards how to differentiate yourself in a saturated marketplace, the trends and patterns he sees on how digital marketing is going, how to deal with the ever-rising advertising costs, what you should focus on when creating an e-commerce business, what you should do if you're looking to start your own agency, and much more. If you guys are curious as to how I'm able to help businesses scale and grow on-demand leads using Facebook advertising, then go to locate852.com slash ultimate ad template. To download my ultimate ad template that aligns everything you need to know step-by-step in order to create highly converting Facebook ads starting today. As for now, let's get right into the show. Neil, it's it's amazing to to have you here. Um, I've been following your work for a very long time and you're now a New York Times bestseller. You're a top 10 marketer recognized by Forbes. You're on Entrepreneur Magazine, um, known as the top 100 most brilliant companies. How did you get into entrepreneurship at the age of 16? Well, I was trying to find a higher paying job than what I was making from cleaning restrooms. And uh, I came to a realization that I didn't qualify for any of the high paying jobs. Hmm. And I was browsing the web. You know, I was on all these job boards. I decided to just create a job board because they themselves make so much money. Hmm. And I was like, I can't find a job. So let's create a job board. Uh, Wasn't the smartest move, but that's how I got started into entrepreneurship. And once I started the job board, very few people to no one visited it. And then eventually I learned you got to do what's called marketing and get people to your site. Right. And so after the job board, like where did that take you? So the job board failed. Um, I paid a few consulting companies to get me traffic. They didn't do well. I had to learn how to do it myself. I did well at getting traffic. The business still didn't make money. Um, But from there, I started helping other people with their marketing because I was good at the traffic generation, but I was terrible at the rest. Mm. After doing some consulting, how long did you do the job board for? Were you a little bit older by then? I did the job board for around a year and then I switched to consulting. Okay, okay. And so you're known as an avid believer of brand building. Why is brand building only becoming more and more important in 2019 and more? If you want to buy running shoes, what brand do you buy? Nike. Where do you go to buy shoes? Nike. Okay. If you want a credit card, where would you go? Amex. All right. Um, you want to fly, where would you go? Uh, Cathay Pacific. All right. So in general, most of the things you mentioned were brands, mm. right? It's very rare that when you say, hey, if you want a credit card, where would you go? It's very rare that people say, I'm going to Google for credit cards and then go from there. If I say, hey, you want running shoes, where would you go? It's very rare that people are like, oh, I'm going to do a Google search for the best running shoes and then try to find a brand or a company or a shoe that fits me and then buy it. People tend to go with the brands that they're familiar with. Hence, you want to build a brand. Mm. And so with the marketplace getting more and more busy and packed, how do you think 
entrepreneurs and startup companies should go by using content and brand building to differentiate themselves? Yeah, so with the market becoming more competitive and more saturated, you need to use content building, SEO, social media marketing, email marketing, every channel out there. In essence, you're taking an omni-channel approach to build a brand. See, in, in marketing, they call it the rule of seven. When someone sees or interacts with your brand seven times, they're much more likely to purchase from you, become a loyal follower, an advocate. So you need to leverage all the channels out there and keep pushing people and not pushing people saying bye, 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 but more so provide value, educate, help them out. And then eventually people will convert. People have options now. It's not like the old days. Is that the trend that you see that digital marketing is is taking forward? And, and how do you see, um, what patterns do you see with the way that digital marketing is changing? Yeah, th- that is where, because you used to be able to build a business just off of one channel. Mm-hmm. Facebook built themselves by sending out emails saying, your friend Neil invited you uh, to join Facebook. Click here to join. Dropbox grew by saying, hey, uh, tweet this out or invite five people and we'll give you more space. Uh, companies like Yelp grew by leveraging SEO. Mm. So now if you want to do extremely well, you can't just leverage one channel. They're all saturated and it's hard. They don't perform as well. If you got an email now saying, hey, your friend invited you to join XYZ social network, you would ignore it in most cases. Well, you wouldn't have 10 years ago. Mm. So you got to take an omni-channel approach because one channel won't build a business anymore. And so just like you mentioned that paid traffic um, is just getting more and more expensive and there's the market is a little bit more saturated. Um, for a lot of my audience that is just starting to, to get in the world of digital marketing, whether that be paid traffic with Facebook marketing or, or SEO, what recommendations would you have for them? Optimize your landing page. Everyone thinks about, ah, traffic's getting more expensive. So what's a hack that I can use to get my Facebook ad cost down? That's the wrong mm. way to think about it. Instead, people should be thinking about it. Ah, traffic is really expensive. How can I optimize my conversion rates? How can I add upsells? How can I add downsells? How can I increase my repeat customers and get people to come back and repurchase six months from now? So those are the things that you got to look at. And so with, with digital marketing and a landing page that you just mentioned, um, what are some practical tips that you think people should use to, to upgrade their landing page to increase the chance of, of conversions? I know, I know like there's there's upsells, there's downsells. Is there... Um... Yeah, there's upsells, there's downsells, there's checkout bumps. You can test a two-step checkout versus a one-step. A lot of times when you have people put in a name and email, mm-hmm. uh, then they're more likely to complete the rest. There's things like leveraging push notifications when someone does a partial checkout or a partial sign-up. Mm-hmm. You can get them back and try to get them to complete. You can also do email marketing for the partial sign-ups or partial checkouts and try to get them to come back and buy. Uh, for all the people that almost sign up or almost buy that don't, I would run remarketing ads uh, mm-hmm. that are video-based and show them on like video ads through Facebook and YouTube what it would be like if they bought your product or sign up for your service mm-hmm. um, to help push them over the edge as well, and that converts really well. Um, is there any changes that people should make when they're trying to sell online and the difference between selling a physical product versus a, a service-based product, whether that be a, a membership site or... Um, it's it's a, very similar. The main difference is, is one, you have a tangible product, the other you have a lead, but you're still optimizing for a goal and a lot of the same tactics work. Okay. I just want to talk a little bit more just about you so you went into consulting after towards um your your early 20s how did that progress to where you are at right now yeah you know uh i still have an ad agency to this day it's called neil patel digital Mm -hmm. um 
you know, it, it's just helped me get to where I am because the ad agency uh, has taught me a lot about business in general. See, when you're doing consulting, you see all different types of businesses. You see different companies making money. You learn what they are, how they work. You learn what works for them, what doesn't work. It gives you a ton of knowledge. I think it's you know an amazing version of a college degree, if not a better version, because you can dive into so many different industries, see inside, and learn. You know, take their 10, 20, 50 years of experience, mm. and in a matter of months, you know, extract a lot of the knowledge and learnings that they that took them 10, 20, 30, 50 years to learn. Mm. And so, do you feel like it's digital marketing and and SEO is um, the barriers of entry is just getting, it's it's not that high. And so there's more people um, that is saturating the market. And how do you think when people are trying to get into consulting and people are trying to, there's a lot of people starting trying to start their own agencies right now. What kind of advice do you, do you think they should take? Uh, the, the big piece of advice I have is don't just start an agency because you want to. Make sure you're passionate and you like doing social media or content or SEO or paid ads. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you need to really be good at it. Mm. Do you think being good at it is just that um, from studying others' work or like how should they get their, themselves into having the experience? Obviously, they're pretty much getting well, your feet wet, but like with studying-wise, with work-wise? Uh, well, what I would do is start your own website and practice and get good at it. Right. How much of an impact do you think SEO is playing in, in today's world versus paid traffic? I'm, I'm interested to get your thoughts on that. You know, they both are effective. Uh, SEO doesn't really help your paid advertising and your paid advertising doesn't really help your SEO, but they're both effective. They say SEO is like a $60 billion market and paid advertising is, of course, a multiple $100 billion market. Mm. And so do you think that all businesses, no matter if it's if it's e-com or, or an ad agency, should take the time into into learning SEO to put that? Because I, I know you've previously mentioned that SEO, it, for it to really take effect, it takes up to six months or, or a year. And that's more of a longer time based thing. Is that do you think they should spend time doing both? You should, as long as you want. To, if you're going to be a long term business, you need to um, because paid ads are just going to get more and more expensive but at the same time you can't just focus and learn seo you need to learn social media marketing content marketing paid advertising media buys email marketing conversion optimization all the skills are important you may not have the time to learn them all mm. and if that's the case then you want to hire people who are good at it and so what are you seeing from either friends or companies that you're working with that are doing both SEO and also paid traffic? Like what what are they implementing that if you think more businesses or even small business owners or startups and entrepreneurs, if they applied, would see much better results? So you're saying in SEO in general, you're saying if someone applied some marketing tactic in general? No, in, in SEO and also paid traffic. So there's some specific um, tactics or strategies that they're using that if more people applied wouldn't just not enough people knowing about it no so it used to be where there's like these quick hacks but people figure them out within 30 60 days 90 at the latest you mm. need to focus on long term build a brand uh, create amazing product service we found that the best hack and it's not really a hack 
uh, I was working with Expedia and they ran tests and they found that the bigger your brand, because they own so many properties, Mm -hmm. the cheaper your advertising, like the higher conversion rates, the better your click through rates are. So it's like everything that we've seen, brands are the solution. Facebook's trying to promote brands more because they know they do less fake news. Google wants to rank brands higher as well. So it's like build a brand. That's what's going to help you in the long run. And so I see that on on Facebook and just Instagram, Facebook, social media all the time that there's more and more so-called brands that are just people getting in the market to do either drop shipping or, or print on demand. Do you think, do you see that kind of going away just because of how important brand building is and the amount of time you have to spend building a brand in, in comparison to, to them just putting a product on a site and then running an ad? It takes a long time and it's hard and that's why most people don't want to do it. With digital marketing growing at such a fast pace, how do you see the way that Facebook ads is increasing in cost? How should people change the way they, um, besides optimizing their landing page, is there specific ways you think people should change the way they run ads in order to be make it more cost effective, more efficient? The big one is, is they need to keep rotating up their creatives. So mm. if you change them up every week, that's great. Every few days, even better. Uh, assuming you're at scale. You need to test out videos. Videos do extremely well on Facebook. A lot of people are too lazy to create them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, uh, Facebook, when you create, you upload new creatives in the first you know, five minutes, hour, they give it more love just to see where it falls. So the more you rotate mm-hmm. up the creatives, the easier it is and keep running tests on your ads. Keep adjusting the copy. Um, you know, it's, it's the basic stuff. What we found is that works really well is remarketing that Mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't using with Facebook or Google ads and not just basic remarketing. I'm talking about if someone goes to your page and you're pitching them and you're using all this data on why they should buy your product or sign up for your service and they don't sign up, but they Mm. get close using remarketing. And then you don't in your videos, you don't want to use data to convince them because you already used data on your landing page and that didn't work. You want to use the opposite pitch. So if data didn't convince them, I would try using an emotional pitch Mm. and seeing if that converts them. And we found that to be super effective, and most people don't do that. And would you run those retargeting ads on the same channel that they, they were drawn into from like from Facebook? If they go from Facebook to your landing page and they don't opt in or they don't buy, do you run the same retargeting ad on, on Facebook, or would you do... Yeah, we run it on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere else we can. We don't, care where they came, we don't care where they came from. We just want to make sure they see the video. With the videos, how, how long of a duration have you seen it to, to be effective? I've created videos that are at least like five, six, seven minutes long and they've converted. It's not about the duration. It's about the copy, the messaging, the pitch. And what is the right one? I don't know. It's going to have to be tested for every product and or w- service. And, and would you say with the original ad copy, would you um, draw on people with a, a logical-based ad or, or you were just talking about the emo- emotional side? Would you would you balance that out or what kind of approach well, you do you can, take when creating? You can use either one, but when you do the retargeting, you want to use the opposite is all I'm getting at. Mm. So if you use emotion in your ads, then try using logic in your remarketing ads then. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And so how do you find um, the way that Google ads is, the, what's the trajectory with, with Google ads? I think just because with, with Facebook ads, it's a little bit more, more simple. The, 
there's a lot more people getting into it and there's a lot more tutorials on it but i don't i find like facebook personally just a little bit more tough i just want to get your thoughts on on facebook marketing. Uh, google is even tougher than facebook um everyone talks about google uh facebook because it's easier to get roi from facebook than it is to get from google uh Keep in mind, Google makes more money from ads than Facebook does. It's been around longer. The prices are already extremely high. Facebook will get there too. It's just a question of when. And so, what what for people that are starting out to get into Google Ads? What kind of steps or would you recommend them them taking or looking into? With Google Ads, it's all about continually testing the landing page, your ad copy. Um, and that's really it. There's not as much in Google Ads. It is complex. It's not as easy as that, of course. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you can do. Like we do day partying and B2B. We pick certain regions. We see if that works. Uh, you know, are the keywords in the ad copy? Is the keywords in the URL? Is a keyword on the landing page? Is a message congruent? There's a lot of stuff you can do, but it's very similar to Facebook. It's just different interface, but same kind of concepts. And do you find that there the the results that you are getting on the people that are converting on Facebook and compared to Google very different, or how do you see the similarities and differences? Uh, it ranges from business to business. In many cases, we, they're very similar. In some cases, Google doesn't work for a business, but Facebook does. In other cases, Google works for a business, but Facebook doesn't. Right. Uh, do you have any experience running Instagram ads, or or not so much? We do. We run a lot of ads in general. We run millions and millions and millions of dollars per month. But keep in mind, we have a ton of clients, right? Mm. So Instagram ads are expensive. Uh, We found that they don't convert as well. But throwing it into mix isn't too bad. But we just found that the price is really high right now for what you get. The opening rates of email marketing um, being at an all-time low, how do you manage um, email marketing with Scrub your list. If you scrub your list, you can still get your open rates high. My open rates are 30%. Um, On a personal side, how much has... I I know you've previously mentioned that Elon Musk played a big part with with what he did with PayPal to shape your work. I'm curious as to how much of an impact he kind of did to to what you do. Yeah, uh, honestly, not much. I love him to death, but he's a smart guy. Uh, For me... I just keep going and going and I love what I'm doing. So I just keep pushing forward, but I try to learn from him or Jeff Bezos or whoever it may be. Like I'm really big right now on creating a usable free SEO product called Uber suggests, mm-hmm. and I'll give it away for free, even though my competitors charge for similar things just to see if I could win the market share in the long run. Okay. And I, so I know you mentioned that you, Jeff Bezos, Elon plays, um, are, are people that you, you look up yeah, to. Yeah, I admire. Yeah, you admire. What, how, what other people do you um, study to just to stay, well, not study, but like you, you learn from and, and you network with to, to stay on top of um, your game and to, to improve? Yeah, so I, I, I follow a lot of people. Like, you know, when I take a shower, I'm listening to like interviews of Warren Buffett, Jamie Diamond, uh, Carl Icahn, uh, Bill Gates, uh, you know, Howard Schultz, whoever I can. Um, and at the same time, I follow my competitors. I listen to podcast interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if they're just starting off. I believe I can learn from anyone. So I try to just get as much knowledge as possible and soak it in. There's a lot of with a lot of like successful business owners and entrepreneurs online that do a lot of podcasts and interviews. A lot of them preach building habits and having a specific morning routine versus a specific night routine. How do you personally use any of these and or do you find any of them effect? 
Yeah, I have habits. Um, I don't try to optimize for them. I just have them. Like, I wake up around 5 a.m. every morning. I check emails when I first wake up. I work out early in the morning. You know, I do emails, phone calls. Uh, my days are pretty consistent. You know, they don't change too much. Mm. Neil, if you were able to go back to a very young age, back to 16-year-old Neil again, what kind of advice would you give yourself? Oh, if I had to give myself uh, focus, I've done too many businesses, I should have focused. And if you were to lose everything you have right now and you have to start over again, what are the three things that you would do and why? The first three. Um, honestly, I don't know. But if I had a pick, I would probably go work for someone else first, learn from them, uh, build up the connections. And I'd probably take two or three different jobs, like a job with a startup, a job with a really big company, a job with a mid-sized company. And you can get all ends of the perspective of how it's like. And then I would go and start all over again. But I would first learn from others and their experience before starting all over. After that, would you go into the marketplace and start your own company or would you to build that up more first? Uh, well, no. I, yeah, I would start my own company, but I would first work for someone, have the idea, find the right business partner, and then go from there. How much of, I, I know you you started your companies with also business partners um, that are, how much should people um, think before creating a company with the business partner and what have you seen um, of people that are ideal business partners? Uh, ideal business partner is someone who has the opposite of you. So when you have someone has the opposite of you, the complementary skill sets, they're able to help you you know, if you can do sales, they can do uh, coding or development or project management or operations, whatever it may be. But just look for people who have skills that are different than yours and you both can execute and move really fast. Does the, does the relationship have to go into um, a friendship and family level or do you think not, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter as long as you, well, you get along to a certain extent, but but with, with the opposite skill set, is that is that enough? Yeah, um, you need to get to know someone just because just because you end up working with someone with opposite skill sets doesn't mean they're going to end up doing well. So uh, you got to go out there and figure out, can you get along with that person? Are they a hard worker? Do you like them? Can they provide value that you can't? Like, they need to have all the... Uh, you need to be 100% sure because getting a divorce, right? Breaking up a business partnership is not easy. Um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit more about um, SEO. And so for for people like me that haven't really done too much into to SEO, what kind of, what's the starters, what's the beginner's guide, do you think, into SEO? If you were just starting SEO and you were trying to figure out how to get started, I would just go to Ubersuggest, put in your URL, and it'll tell you everything that's wrong and what you need to fix in order to get more traffic. And you can even put in your competitor's URL, and it tells you all the keywords that they go after to get traffic. Who's linking to them? Like, it literally provides everything for free. Amazing. And so Ubersuggest is a tool that you've, you've created and put out for free for people that can run and search, and they'll tell you um, keywords that you your, your competitors are paying for, what the CPC are. Um, and, and what the values is that? How, why, why, what made you create such a tool and put it out for free? Because I know, I know there's, there's SEM Rush and there's other ones. What kind of made you make that move? Yeah, I just love it. To me, it's fun. So I don't really do anything specific because like 
I'm trying to do anything. It's more so I really do just enjoy this. It's like a fun game for me. It's a challenge. Can I build a bigger company than my competitors? Right. How do you see um, your company growing in the new future um, with where, where do you see your company going? Uh, it'll just hopefully keep growing. We keep helping companies grow their traffic and we have fun doing it. I don't really think too much about what's going to happen next year or two. I just keep cranking along and trying to build amazing products and provide amazing services. And do you feel like because of paid traffic is getting so expensive, it's 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 only going to be the top players in the big companies that are going to be in the market compared to, to people that are trying to startups and entrepreneurs that are trying to come in without too much of a budget? Do you see that as a problem? It is a problem, but, you know, that's why people raise venture capital and a ton of it. And so how for the people that are going to come in into a market and they're trying to start their own either e-commerce store and they don't have necessarily have the budget to to pay for a lot of ads what kind of method do you think they should approach with getting that started uh think of it more like spaghetti so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different marketing channels we talked about omni-channel approach already Mm -hmm. just take a handful of the you know versions that you want to end up trying out or channels throw it against the wall see whatever sticks and then focus on that at the beginning and go from there and do you feel like content is is content creation crucial for to be on on omni channel as well with with Snapchat and and Instagram and Facebook for people that are just starting without is it even more important for people that are starting out without a budget? Yeah, I do believe uh, it, it is important because content you can end up creating it and you don't necessarily need a ton of money to do that, right? Mm. And so, what like is, you can just yeah. set your phone and create your own content. And so what are your thoughts on Snapchat ads? Some people make it work. Most people don't, but it's worth a shot. What's the, what's the difference between making the Snapchat ads work and what's the experience that you've seen? I'm not too sure. To be honest, I haven't done much with Snapchat. I see a lot of people that are companies that are able to drop show companies and online companies. They're selling products on, on trends that are either with movies or whatnot, and then they're making an absolute killing with, with Snapchat ads. There you go. Yeah. And if you can do all of that kind of stuff, more power to you. There's just so many channels. There's Snapchat, there's Instagram, there's Facebook, there's YouTube, there's Reddit, there's Pinterest, like the list keeps going on and on. And so with people that are actually very much, like you said, you, you wouldn't start a digital marketing agency unless you're very much um, passionate about it. For the people and my audience that are passionate about it, what are the first few steps that you would recommend people to make when they're looking to starting their agency? Is that to get first start their-, their own site, get your own traffic, do well, and then hit up a few people and do free work, build up your portfolio, and then hit up other people in similar industries and try to pitch them on why they should pay you. And what for the people that are looking to also hire to branch out, what are do you think for a digital marketing agency? Um, are the key people to have in your your company when you're making your first move to make the first couple hires? Yeah, don't worry about that right now. As you're growing, you'll figure out where you're wasting your time on. Like if you're better at sales and you should focus your energy on sales or customer management or whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. hire the person that should be doing the other job that you're wasting too much time on so you can focus on what's best for the business. You were just mentioning that about how um, you should do free work for, for people. Is that how you've also gone to, to grow agency from, from the get-go, from cold calling and reaching out to, to people and doing free work? Correct. Yes, that's how I grew my agency. 
And is that also the same approach that you think everyone nowadays, they think that once they get, they start an agency, they just start running ads and, and getting clients on there, but they, they're lacking the, the initial stage of, of reaching out to the warm network and to, to build out relationships and to do free work like that. Is that, is that why do you think like people are? No, you can do whatever you want, right? You can run ads, you can do, there's no right or wrong way. I'm just saying my way I know gets people experience if someone wants to try it another way they should do it people have created businesses 10 different ways and they've all succeeded right so you got to figure out what's right to you like i may not have the right answer you may not have the right answer and i don't mean that in a bad way you're a smart guy Mm -hmm. um the point i'm getting at is there is no right or wrong path you got to figure out the right path for you and you could listen to people like me on a podcast or anyone just because something works for us doesn't mean it's going to work for you you got to figure out your own journey sadly but that's the reality Mm. content strategy what kind of content strategy do you advise people use what kind of content have you seen to be more effective and video just focus on video video is the future if i'm going to pick one content strategy focus on video create whatever kind of videos you want test them see what does the best for your audience and then create more of those and less of the ones that don't work but just start off with video they don't have to be long you can bust out your iPhone and just start filming on there. And would you say video for all platforms or video only for like more so? No, almost all platforms take video now. And Not every, but almost all of them do. And where do you see the way that blogging is going? It's still good. Blogging is just saturated. Just focus on video. There's not enough video content. People want more videos. They don't care for blog content as much as videos. And do you see that, the, the balance between um, videos and also audio growing as well with, with podcasts? There's a lot more podcasts nowadays. How do you see? It, it is, but video is taking off more. Like, seriously, focus on video. If you're going to take one thing away from this whole podcast, focus on video. Amazing. It's simple. It is the future. Neil, I really appreciate you being on the show. For the people that want to follow or keep up with what you do, where is the best place to find you? Uh, my ad agency, Neil Patel Digital. Uh, and if they just want to check out and learn more about marketing, you can check out my blog, neilpatel.com. I appreciate it, Neil. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in again to today's episode. Whenever you are ready, the best way that Chris can help you is through his exclusive Facebook Marketing Mastermind group, where you and a community of like-minded individuals can ask your questions and share the answers. You will also find exclusive content that Chris will regularly share to the group that is only available to group members. Join now at locate852.com slash FB. The link is also in the description.